listening to the Back Porch Podcast with Jason Carr. Hey, to connect social media, connect with me, hit me up at www.legacynow.me, www.legacynow.me. Hey, uh, recently I had a friend back here who, uh, it's not a regular who's used the other porch, but uh, it's super cool to hang out and catch up with someone, and they asked me a question I thought was really interesting, and the question was, why do you have people on your back porch so much? Why, why is that a thing? Why do you, uh, why, why do you have people come over and hang out and talk all the time? And I, it's kind of what I do now, but uh, a great question. And as I thought about it, I said this, and I thought this would be really cool. And I wanted to share this because this is the back porching podcast, and I'm sitting on my back porch where I spend a whole lot of time with a whole lot of people, which is really cool and a blessing for sure. Uh, But when I say my back porch, let me expand that for you. Uh, This porch that I'm sitting on right now was not the porch that was here when I bought the house from my parents a long time ago. Uh, my high school dudes at the time and I ripped that one off and it scarily came off way too easily. But uh, And we built the one that I'm sitting on right now and they helped me. And I had a friend who's a carpenter and he helped us with a project and he managed it and I bought the wood and we did the work and we built the porch. It's not just my porch, a whole bunch of people had a hand in that. And then I uh, had a blessing of a gift that was able uh, financially that was able to let me screen it in and put a roof on it, which is really cool. I, I just, the Lord provided that and made this space more realistic. Uh, over time, uh, the furniture I'm sitting on was given to me by a friend uh, who worked at a place and they were getting rid of a bunch of really nice stuff and he offered to let me use it here and it's been amazing to have some really nice comfortable leather chairs and a big old TV and an entertainment center and tables and uh, replaced all the stuff I had and uh, the stuff he gave me years ago is way nicer and I'm talking to you on a microphone attached to a computer that someone gave me a while ago because mine died and I didn't know what I was going to do and the Lord put it on this person's heart to provide me with this computer and it's it's a gift so when I say back porch and my back porch, a whole bunch of people have had a hand in the fact that you're listening to this right now. And a whole bunch of people have been a part of that story now. It's my house, it's my porch, and I get that. But uh, gosh, as I think about what this thing has become over the years, it's not just me. Now it's my, again, I'm not trying to deflect that. It is my house and it is my porch, and you know I decorated it and whatnot, and I usually have control of the remote control so um (laughs) it is my place don't get me wrong but at the same time this place has been uh the lord's really done some cool stuff to allow this to happen and it's a really special thing and the reason i share that is this i think sometimes we get so caught up in our stuff we don't realize that our stuff is usually a reflection of other people who believed in us. Whether someone gave you a job and that provided the finances for you to do something or 
someone believed in you and gave you something or whatever that might be. Most of our life is an accumulation, uh, in most cases, of people who believed in you or people who took a shot on you or people who offered a hand. And we forget that sometimes, don't we? We get so caught up in what's next or what we need or what's going on. You know, in, in Luke, Jesus uh, does some really great teaching. Luke, who is a doctor who chronicles things from a very uh, specific way. Uh, in Luke chapter 8, he's talking to his followers. It's a great chapter. Just He does some really... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm in Luke chapter 6. Um it's just, there's a whole lot of famous verses in this. And, and the one I wanted to share when I was thinking about this uh, is one of those famous verses, too. It's in Luke 6, 31. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Do to others as you'd have them do to you. You know what I can do? I can open my home and have people over and hang out and talk. That's what I can do. It's what the gift God's given me. And he's given me the gift of this place with these things that allows for that to happen. Why would I not do that? God's given it to me. My stewardship is to use it for something bigger than myself, to provide a place for people to come and hang out and talk and do life, for a place for us to do small group, a place for us to hang out and watch the game, whatever that is. Do to others as you'd have them do for you. Man, so many people have done for me that have enabled me to, to have this place and this ministry per se in so many ways, and I'm so thankful for that. But I realize it's not just me. The Lord's hand has been in that so many times. You know, as I've been in a season, like I've shared in a ton of podcasts uh, in the last few months of asking God what's next. And uh, I believe I've said this on a podcast or two before, but one of the things I'm getting really excited about is the potential of maybe uh, rebuilding the back porch in a different city. Maybe it's time to take this place and the heart of this place and move it somewhere else. And it would seem like the Lord might be moving in that direction. We'll see. Not not sure yet. But um, it's another opportunity for me to do for others what he's done for me here. And to provide that for other people. I share that with you for a very simple challenge. What does that look like for you? What does that look like for you to do for others as you would have them do for you? What does it look like? What gifts? What talents? Maybe it's not opening up your home. Maybe it's serving someone. Maybe it's helping someone. Whatever that is, how can you be that for other people in the same way people have been that for you? And if people haven't been that for you, what if you were the one to start the chain? What if you were the one that started to drew the line and do stuff for other people simply because it's the right thing to do? Because if you're a follower of Jesus, he's done more for you than you could ever imagine. And as an overflow of that, you can serve other people. You can help other people. You can jump into their life and create space just to hang out and talk about life. You could serve them. You could cook them a meal. Whatever that is, what could you do for someone else that you would want them to do for you? Instead of just thinking about yourself, think about others. And if you need a model for that, whose name's Jesus, who, being God, stepped out of that to become a man because he thought about us. He thought about you, and he thought about me. Because he was so focused on that, he was willing to give his life. as a representation that others matter. You know, my last book was called That Others May Live. 
And uh, I wrote that thinking the title really connected to me in the, the context of investing in people uh, in a small group setting. But now that title means more to me, even in a bigger way uh, that others may live. Well, you never know what happens when you reach out to a friend or you create space and just spend time with them or you serve them in a special way, asking nothing in return. We, we were talking about a mutual friend the other night who is famously infamous for helping other people and uh, he would hate it if people knew that he would hate if people knew the things that he's done for other people because that's not his mo he's not doing things or helping other people because he wants acknowledgement he's doing it because god's provided him with resources to do it and he loves others and so he helps them but he does it quietly and it's amazing it's a gift but he's simply doing for others as he would have them do for him. How can you do that? What would that look like in your life? Maybe when you're done with a podcast, in just a second, take a minute, take a deep breath, ask God, God, how could I do for others what you've done for me? For me, that's been this back porch in many ways. It's been a lot of other things, but... Uh, because this is the back porching podcast, it just makes sense to talk about it in that context. But for me, this place has been a way for me to uh, do for others because so many have done for me and continue to. What a gift. How can you be that gift in other people's lives? Quick thoughts from the porch tonight. Appreciate you taking time to listen. Thanks,